Hi, friends. I'm Tierney. I'm Katie. And I'm Shelby. And we're Dead Dead Drunk. Welcome back to the podcast. We have a recent episode going on, huh? Uh, yeah, I feel like this case is, I don't know if time sensitive is the word, but we definitely wanted to cover it while it's still a meme. Yeah, so let's see if it's a meme. When and we even that case is the mysterious death of Jeffrey Epstein. Dun, dun, dun. Hillary, don't kill us. <laughs> what are we drinking this week, guys? So we thought we would do something that tastes like something that it's not, you know, trying to play on how it looks like a suicide, but it's not. It's definitely not. Yeah. No. Yeah. So we're going to do a shot episode this week. It's going to be a green tea shot, which is fun. What you're going to do is you're going to take one part Jameson, Mm -hmm. then one part peach schnapps. Yep. Then one part sour mix. And then you're going to shake that shit up. Real, real good with some ice. Pop it in a shot glass. Chug that shit. And you're going to be like, wow, I'm so healthy. Look at all of me. Oh, my God. Green tea. Green. Oh, my God. Um, It's delicious. It's like the white girl shot that all the white girls around here order. Yeah, this might be. I like like it a lot. Sometimes I annoy my bartender friends by saying, can you make me one green tea shot? And the only person that's ever done that for me is Sean Conway. Can I? Sean Conway. Yeah, shout out Sean Conway. But can I tell you that one time I was working at a very uh, popular local bar and I was asked to make 150 green tea shots. <laughs> 150? That was the worst day of my life. But just like a small party of it was, it was some dude who's, I don't want to get into detail, but basically he was trying to impress his friends and it was the worst day of my life, but I also made one of the most like amount of money in my life as a bartender, so... That was fun. So let's talk about the case, guys. So if you're listening and you're alive and you don't live under a rock. Not like us. I'm going to safely assume that you've seen all of the memes that say, what do they say, Tierney? Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, that's right. So if you haven't seen the memes... I'm sure you've seen them somewhere. So before we get started, I do want to say one thing. This is all speculation. All of it is speculation. Don't sue us. Go on. Well, okay, but he didn't kill himself. All speculation. Don't sue me, please. Well, let, so me, poor. let me tell you about it. And then you can decide on your own. You can decide, Katie. You think it's speculative? I'm going to turn you. I'm not trying to get sued. For what? As if anybody would sue us. It's <laughs> my fake laugh. So, right, continue. if you haven't heard that Epstein didn't kill himself, maybe you have never picked up a can of Tactical Ops Brewing Oatmeal Stout, which says Epstein didn't kill himself right on the can. If that's that. not enough, a man in New Hampshire tried to make it his nickname and run for president under the name Epstein didn't kill himself. So you've definitely heard about Epstein. Right, Katie? Right, Tierney? Everybody's oh, heard yeah. about yeah, him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. But do you know the full story? So I definitely didn't. So I tried to look into it. And let's start at the beginning. Because it's a very good place to start, right, Tierney? Nope, stop. <laughs> <laughs> so who exactly was Jeffrey Epstein. Well, he started his career as a math teacher, working at the elite Dalton School in New York City. In the 1970s, he decided to take a different direction with his career and went to work at Bear Stearns, an investment bank. After working with them for a number of years, Epstein decided to start his own firm. And in 1982, he founded J. Epstein and Company, and began operating his new business out of the Virgin Islands with the goal of serving one specific market, those with assets worth more than $1 billion. Oh my goodness, same. That's why I was on Tinder when I was on Tinder for the whole week. 
right? Your bio on Tinder was like, with the goal of serving those with assets of more than $1 billion. That's how I found my boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Epstein initially came across as a wealthy man. Only 10 years after starting his business, he owned the largest private residence in Manhattan and the island of Little St. James. Same. (laughs) Yeah? You up there? You're working at Redacted for less than a day and you got a billion dollars? <laughs> Don't tell him where we're. Tierney just said it the word Redacted over that. Gotcha. <laughs> so the island of Little St. James was the home to the Jeffrey Epstein the Sixth Foundation. That's never good. Which is best known for donating $6.5 million to Harvard University for its new mathematical biology and evolutionary dynamics program. However, the source of his money is a mystery. While many people declared him a billionaire, Forbes argued that he was more likely worth a fraction of that. In a 2002 New York Magazine profile, one of his acquaintances compared him to the Wizard of Oz, implying that there might be less to Epstein hidden behind the curtain. So he was a fake bitch. All right. Yeah. In 2007, Michael Stroll, who once sued Epstein over a failed business deal, told New York Magazine, everybody who's his friend thinks he's so darn brilliant because he's so darn wealthy. I never saw any brilliance. I never saw him work. Anybody I know that is that wealthy works 26 hours a day. This guy plays 26 hours a day. Although nobody seemed to know where his money was coming from, it didn't seem to prevent him from joining the ranks of the rich and famous. Epstein was now being noticed for both his mysterious fortune and his influential connections. In the early 2000s, he flew President Bill Clinton, actor Kevin Spacey, and comedian Chris Tucker to Africa to tour for AIDS prevention and treatment project sites. President Clinton would fly on Epstein's private jet many more times between 2002 and 2003, according to the flight logs obtained by Gawker in 2015. Gawker, a gossip blog which shut down a year later in 2016, also obtained Epstein's address book, which included the contact information for politicians, actors, and a wealth of other celebrities. Epstein called his wealth of connections a collection, saying, I invest in people, be it politics or science. It's what I do. The people in his collection were mainly famous and influential people who didn't seem to mind hanging around a guy that frequently came up with eccentric or even just disturbing ideas. Several people say that one time he stated that he wanted to, quote, use his New Mexico ranch as a base where women would be inseminated with his sperm and would give birth to his babies. Oh, yeah, 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 the baby ranch. What the fuck? You've heard of the baby ranch, right? Absolutely fucking not, but okay. okay. Well, it wasn't really a secret. Honestly, though, the fact that all of his investments, quote that, meaning famous friends, continue to stick around, Speaks to the man's level of influence, or maybe it highlights how little they cared about the possibility of crazy or criminal behavior. Regardless, these connections are important to understand the whole story and were probably a major reason behind his rather light sentence when he was arrested for sex crimes in 2007. In March of 2005, a woman went to Palm Beach Police Department claiming that her 14-year-old stepdaughter had been taken to Epstein's mansion by an older girl. The woman went on to claim that her stepdaughter was allegedly paid $300, which is equivalent to $380 now, which I felt was necessary to tell you, to strip naked and massage Mr. Epstein. Immediately, the Florida police, led by police chief Michael Ryder, set out on a 13-month undercover investigation of the billionaire, which included a search of his home. In their search, they found a high school transcript, two hidden cameras, and a large number of photographs of young girls throughout his house. Law enforcement managed to find five alleged victims and collect statements from 17 witnesses under oath. All of the evidence ultimately showed that some of the girls Epstein had over to his house were under the age of 18. Most of them were younger than 16. The youngest of the girls was actually 14. That's That's so gross. absolutely the most disgusting thing I've heard all day. Mm-hmm. So the police began building a case with the claim that Epstein had paid several underage girls to massage him, 
but also to perform sexual acts on him. One of Epstein's former employees told the police that Epstein would get these massages three times a day. It's important to note that the girls were asked to be like naked or pretty much naked for the massages. The underage girls. After the investigation was complete, the FBI had compiled reports on 40 confirmed minors whose allegations of sexual abuse by the famous financier included telling corroborating details. Julie Brown's 2018 expose in the Miami Herald identified about 80 victims and managed to locate about 60 of them. In the article, yeah, she's a freaking hero. In the article, she quotes the then police chief writer, who I've mentioned before, who said, This was 50-something she's and one he. And the she's all basically told the same story. He was on their side. Yeah, I mean, what are the odds that 50 women would have the same story? Yeah, Yeah, right? I believe this is a case where law enforcement is on the right side of the entire time. But he's very rich. Yeah, Yeah, he has a lot of power because he has a lot of money. Disgustingly, you know that. And he knows a lot of powerful people. Yeah, that's the more disgusting part is that because of his finances and his wealth, he's able to afford lawyers that care even less about his crimes than he does, apparently. More details from the investigation revealed allegations that Epstein had 12-year-old triplets flown in from France for his birthday and then flown back the following day after he had sexually assaulted them. Okay, but like my question is... How did he get these girls? Who is their mother? Who let them get on this fucking plane? What the fuck is going on? I don't on? know, but your question is... Your first question is not, who wants 12-year-old triplets for their birthday? Okay, well, obviously fucking Jeffrey Epstein does. It was also alleged that Epstein would fly young girls in from South America, former Soviet countries, and Europe for his own sexual pleasure. I can only imagine that he was like marketing it under something else or. Yeah, he had to be because who would let these girls do that? It's like super illegal. And super sketch for like yeah. mothers to and let like their girls go. Overall, to. just super absolutely disgusting. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah but like sure. on top of that, super illegal. In May 2006, Palm Beach police filed a probable cause affidavit saying that Epstein should be charged with four counts of unlawful sex with minors and one count of sexual abuse. That's when Epstein assembled his defense team, which included Roy Black, Gerald Lefcourt, Harvard Law Professor Alan Dershowitz, and former U.S. Solicitor General Ken Starr. Those are all his lawyers, you guys, because he's super wealthy and he can afford all of them. Garbage. Yeah. You are garbage, people. Still a piece of garbage. That's one of my favorite memes of all time. That same month, the press reported that instead of the proposed charges, Epstein would be charged with one count of aggravated assault with what? no intent to commit a felony. What the fuck? It's are you amazing what money can do. It really is. Yeah, money can buy you happiness and freedom in this country. Apparently, The police chief at the time previously mentioned Michael Ryder. Again, that's a hero bell for TCO fans. (laughs) Was furious at this and accused the Palm Beach County prosecutor of being too lenient with the billionaire. That's when he decided to get the FBI involved. Yes. Yeah, he's a hero. FBI. FBI. In July 2006, the FBI began its investigation, which resulted in a 53-page indictment in June of 2007 that, for some reason, never went before a grand jury. Instead, the then-U.S. attorney for the Southern District of Florida, Alexander Acosta, agreed to a plea deal that Epstein's lawyers helped negotiate. The plea deal granted Epstein immunity from all federal criminal charges along with four named co-conspirators and any unnamed potential co-conspirators. What? I just rolled my eyes so far into the back of my head. I just gagged. Yep. This plea, according to Brown's expose in the Miami Herald, quote, essentially shut down any ongoing FBI probe into whether there were more victims and other powerful people who took part in Epstein's sex crimes. So, like, obviously there were. Yeah. Because if there weren't, they wouldn't have had to do that. Yeah. And because of 
the if you notice in the plea deal there were uh, four named co-conspirators in the in the plea deal that we don't have. Interesting. Yeah. Alleged. <laughs> this plea, yeah. So it it essentially shut down. It halted the investigation against Epstein. But the worst part of the deal was that despite the fact that it was against federal law, the deal was made without telling any of the victims. So normally when you offer a plea deal to a defendant, you ask the victim if they would be accepting of the plea deal before offering it. Yeah, obviously. They didn't do that at all. Huh. Acosta reportedly later said that he offered the lenient plea deal because he was told that Epstein, quote, belonged to intelligence and that for the good of his career, he should leave it alone. Epstein agreed to plead guilty in Florida State Court to two felony prostitution charges, register as a sex offender, and pay restitution to three dozen victims identified by the FBI. Okay. So it's I'm like not better happy with it. He I mean, be in jail and die. Yeah, it's better than nothing, but but it's still a plea deal. Yes. On June 30th, 2008, after pleading guilty to a state charge of getting a girl under the age of 18 for prostitution, Epstein was sentenced to 18 months in prison. It's important to note that most sex offenders in Florida are sent to state prison, but Epstein was housed in a private wing of the Palm Beach County Stockade. Of course he was. He's in rich people prison. According to the sheriff's office, after just three and a half months, Epstein was allowed to leave the jail on, quote, work release for up to 12 hours a day, six days a week. This went against all of the sheriff's policies, which previously required serving 10 months of the sentence before getting the privilege of work release. Even more telling of Epstein's privilege is the fact that sex offenders were never offered this work release privilege. He was never treated like a real prisoner. Epstein served only 13 months of his sentence before being released for a year of probation on house arrest, set to last until August of 2010. While on probation, Epstein was reportedly allowed to take numerous trips on his private jet to both his residence in Manhattan and his residence on the U.S. Virgin Islands. That's gross. Yeah. He was also allowed long shopping trips and walks around Palm Beach reportedly for exercise. Okay, get on a fucking treadmill, you asshole. Or go in the gym with the other goddamn prisoners. Yeah. Because you're supposed to be in jail. After a contested hearing in January 2011 and an appeal, Epstein remained a registered level three sex offender or one with a high risk of repeat offense. That's what the level three means. Yeah, Which is a lifelong distinction. I mean, think about it. He definitely didn't learn a lesson in his... 13 months in prison where he was treated like royalty and sex offenders don't they don't ever learn a lesson it's not like jeffrey epstein was registered as a sex offender and then it ruined his life yeah i mean he, he, i guess everyone, it did now I guess but everyone at the time, around him knew that he was a sex offender they just like no so that's the thing with really wealthy and powerful people is that when they're sex offenders they don't call themselves sex offenders that's they just disgusting. call themselves wealthy men yeah that's gross yeah so that's the disgusting part. Garbage. The better part of this sentence is that as a level three sex offender, he was designated this for life. So he was a sex offender for the rest of his life. Good. Yeah, no matter how short it was. Despite <laughs> this was in 2011. So yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of short. Despite his attorney's attempts to convince the judge that his main residence was on the Virgin Islands, the judge ruled that he personally must check in with the NYPD every 90 days. A good judgment, but his designated status as a level three sex offender has stuck since 2010. But the NYPD has never enforced the 90 day check in. Oh, fantastic. Because why saw would that they? Coming? What? For anyone other than Jeffrey Epstein, this noncompliance would have been a felony. And would have landed them immediately in jail. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But they don't have as much money as he does. It's all money. My mom once told me a very wise statement that everything in the world is controlled by sex and money. That's very true. Which 
It is when you think about Your mom's it. Mom's a wise woman. She really I love is. you, mom. Anyway, throughout all of his legal trouble, Epstein never stopped his illicit behavior with young girls. According to lawsuits that were filed after his death, he flew two women that he recruited in New York to Florida to have sex with him during one of the work releases he was granted during his jail sentence. You a nasty Okay, fuck. this is my thing. Couldn't Jeffrey Epstein just get on a fucking sugar daddy app and get like an 18-year-old girl that like was consensual of this and be happy with that? The good news is that unlike me, if I had been in this situation, these women were not ready to give up. On December 30th, 2014, while I was celebrating turning 22, 22, Courtney Wilde and another Jane Doe were filing a civil suit in Florida against the U.S. for violating the Crime Victims' Rights Act with that 2008 plea deal. A document filed in those court proceedings alleged that Epstein ran a sexual abuse ring where he lent underage girls to, quote, Prominent American politicians, powerful business executives, foreign presidents, a well-known prime minister, and other world leaders. According to Brown's article in the Miami Herald, quote, Wilde was a 14-year-old middle school student and cheerleading captain when she met Epstein. She later became addicted to drugs and served three years in prison on drug charges. Aww. Because of Epstein. You know, I everyone, believe it. Everyone deals with different things you know differently and that's and some of us had to deal with jeffrey epstein apparently yeah that's i so i sad. think for sure i would have gone through wild's wild path like if i had to deal with something that epstein would have put me through yeah for sure brown writes quote the women who went to jeffrey epstein's mansion as girls tend to divide their lives into two parts life before jeffrey and life after jeffrey that is so so sad yeah, he is, he was a monster, obviously. Yeah, and this is definitely true for Courtney Wilde. The girls either found the strength to fight their abuser in court, or they struggled to deal with what Epstein had done to them. And in Courtney's case, she did both. I love that because... It takes so much courage to say this to anyone. Yeah, yeah no, I it agree. It takes so much courage to... Even if it wasn't a rich billionaire. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Just any guy, me, you know. if you're standing up to an abuser, is yeah. tough. But then when you think about who he knows, how much money he has, who's on his side, it's like even more These women are to do. so, so strong. I could... That's what like, the... Wow. If you're out there and you're like, oh, the Me Too movement is so annoying. Just remember that basically every woman you've met in your entire life have has been sexually harassed or sexually assaulted. Oh, yeah. And the Me Too movement is letting us women know that, you're not alone. E that you're not alone. Because exactly. every woman thinks they're the only one. No, if you don't agree with the Me Too movement, then you're probably a very privileged man or you just don't understand that it's women seeking solace in the knowledge that they are not the only ones that this has happened to luckily another woman virginia roberts and another jane doe attempted to join the case presenting new allegations accusing epstein's lawyer alan dershowitz of abusing a minor that epstein had provided to him Ugh. Isn't that the grossest thing you've ever heard? Had provided. Yeah, you're providing a minor. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Ew. I know. Judge Kenneth Mara ruled that these allegations had no bearing on the intent of the suit, which was to reopen the 2008 plea agreement. The judge never gave a ruling on whether Roberts's claim was true or false, but rather that they should be struck from the record as they have no place in this case, which technically was true. They were fighting to reopen the plea agreement from 2008, so this didn't have any plea. But on February 21st, 2019, Judge Mara said federal prosecutors violated the law by failing to notify victims before they allowed Epstein to plead guilty to only two offenses. Unfortunately, the judge didn't provide any solution to this miscarriage of justice. He just said, yep, that was wrong. Wow. Just well. If you were worried about Virginia, I'm happy to tell you that she didn't give up when her testimony was stricken from the December 2014 proceedings. In 2015, 
She filed two cases of her own, one against Epstein and another against British socialite. And I'm horribly going to mispronounce his name, but I don't care. Ghislaine Maxwell. Don't know. It's a G-H-I-S-L-A-I-N-E. I'm guessing that he's garbage, so it doesn't matter how he pronounces his name. Yeah, it doesn't matter. In both cases, Virginia alleged in a sworn affidavit that at the age of 17, Epstein held her as a sex slave. Further allegations claimed that Epstein and Maxwell had trafficked her to several other people, including Prince Andrew, who was the Duke of York, and Alan Dershowitz, Epstein's lawyer. Yep. Ultimately, both of the cases were settled out of court, but not after all of these men went after Virginia in the press claiming that she was lying and that all of this was false and why do people do that to women so many times because i i think because they know that the press coverage will stick and whatever happens in the court case won't her reputation is forever stained yeah just because of the media just because of the media and the coverage on that case but nobody covers the actual court result Which was that it was settled and settled in her favor. She was paid. She faced so much from them for bravely coming forward with what happened to her while she was held as a sex slave for three years between 1999 and 2002. She was held for three years. Unfortunately, though, these were settled and Virginia gets some kind of payment or monetary value from these. But none of these men that she alleges used her as a sex slave were indicted or sued for their sex crimes. And it's like, uh, I don't know. Like, I I always see the people that, like, they have family members die and they start a GoFundMe to try to, like, compensate them. Or, like, oh, like, the commercial is like, you can have compensation for the death of... But it's like, that doesn't help. And, like, yeah, she gets... Yeah monetary compensation for this time that she spent being abused, but it doesn't change anything. It doesn't right. help. The more really, if she fought any more than this, she would have been absolutely crucified in the press. Oh yeah. And that's the problem is that women that come forward with this, like the, have you ever heard of the, the preppy murderer or the prep? Yeah. Yeah. That guy, he, uh, I forgot his name. Maybe we'll cover it. he, he murdered a girl. He just covered it, right? It covered this one guy who just murdered this girl and then made it look like it was a rape and sex crime. And so she was just plastered in the press, just like, oh, she was a slut and she had this sex diary. Yeah. And she went, she just wanted to live her life as a young 20 something year old, meaning I'm single and I'm young and I'm 20 something. So I'm going to experiment with multiple guys. Which is what you do at any age. Yeah, and it's because she's a woman that women. It's because <laughs> a on. <wee> <laughs> you were giving Berkowitz <laughs> this crap. <laughs> I told you I got him in the quiz. Um, it's because she's a woman that she's being like crucified, crucified for, it. for it. Yeah, because if a man does it, it's like oh, you know, it's college. Yeah, remember Greece. They that was like the first question they sing to him. Either way, the idea is that women are just crucified in the press. If you had sex with more than one person, you were immediately like the pariah of the story. Like Virginia, there came a lot of other lawsuits alleging that women were assaulted, abused sexually and physically, and used as sex slaves by Epstein and other men in his social circle. In twenty sixteen, A lawsuit was filed claiming that a girl was assaulted by Epstein and Donald Trump at a series of parties at Epstein's place in Manhattan in 1994. All three of her attempts to file for the case were dropped, reportedly because she was receiving threats. Probably death threats. Yeah. Again, even, I mean, he wasn't our president at the time, thank fucking the Lord. Right. He was just like a failed president. But another man that had a lot of money. Exactly. Another man in power. Yeah. A few other women filed suits against Epstein and Maxwell, and a few more women filed suits against Epstein for rape. Most of these suits were settled out of court, keeping the victims from testifying publicly and further dragging Epstein's name through the mud. 
Which is annoying because it means that they got monetary compensation for being raped, which doesn't help their mental health and doesn't make it better that Epstein fucking raped them. But of course, in Epstein's mind, it was probably like, I can pay for my mistakes, so it's fine. Let me just pay off all these women. I think in his lawyer's mind, it was the it was the best course of action they could take. It probably was. Because if you pay off these women, they the point was that by paying them off and settling out of court, they wouldn't be able to testify in court, and thereby getting their story out there, which is what the important thing is. As soon as you get your story out there, and this is true for the Brock Turner case, if that's not a a testament to getting your story out there. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Because that woman got her story out there and didn't even attach her name to it until she got a book deal for it. Which kudos girl. Fuck yeah. But she uh, I mean you get your story out there and you make sure that everybody knows that no matter what the court outcome this person is an absolute piece of garbage. I mean Brock Turner can go on a job interview but that whole time the boss is going to hear I'm still a piece of garbage. Yeah. Yeah. And like, hey, my name's Brock Turner. Okay. No thanks. Yeah. No thanks. She has affected, and that's what you want to do because there's, I mean, there's not, nobody that commits sex crimes is ever going to get the correct amount of time, which to me is also life. Yeah. I mean, I I would love to believe in rehabilitation, but to me, the only person that's ever exhibited signs that rehabilitation works is David Berkowitz. And I don't even know that I trust that. Yeah. So, so really, and especially sex crimes. And this is why I really love the people serving more than one life sentence. Mm -hmm. Sex crimes, people get really light sentences. So people that are like sentenced to, I don't know, 485 years they're like you know what i'm already dying in here but you're gonna get out and hurt more people so i'm gonna kill you and i would love to believe that that like boosts their points with whoever the afterlife person is yeah and i would love to believe that that's what happened to epstein me too man yeah but (laughs) i have a strong feeling that it's not I mean, it's an option, but yeah, there are other options. Despite all of the lawsuits, the billionaire sex offender was still trying to continue his life as usual. This meant that he was still trying to travel around the world with his influential group of friends and continuing to commit sex crimes against underage girls. But luckily, the FBI had not stopped trying to put this man behind bars. On July 6th, 2019, Epstein was arrested at Teterboro Airport in New Jersey on sex trafficking charges. He was held at the Metropolitan Correctional Center in New York City, which is a famous MCC holding center. It's held a lot of famous criminals. On the day of his arrest, witnesses reported seeing about a dozen FBI agents force open the door to Epstein's Manhattan townhouse with search warrants. The search of the residents turned up evidence of sex trafficking as well as, quote, hundreds and perhaps thousands of sexually suggestive photographs of fully or partially nude females, end quote. Some of those photos were later confirmed to be underage girls. Well, of course they were. If you look at his history, why would he have stopped? Exactly. He has one fetish. Yeah, it's disgusting. In the search, the FBI agents also found a locked safe, which contained various compact discs with handwritten labels, some of which read Miscellaneous Nudes 1 and Young parentheses name plus parentheses name, period. So subtle. How would we ever find out what that was? Well, he's really great at organizing his stuff. Apparently. Also found in the safe was $70,000 in cash, 48 diamonds and a fraudulent Austrian passport that expired in 1987. Good one. The passport had Epstein's photo on it, but was under a completely different name. It had many entrance stamps on it, indicating that he had traveled to France, Spain, England, and Saudi Arabia, which, according to the passport, was his home country. How the fuck did he get this passport that looked that real that people believed it? Billionaire. He's a billionaire. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot. Baby Ranch, right. 
Epstein's attorneys later attempted to claim that he was advised to get a fake passport because, quote, as an affluent member of the Jewish faith, unquote, he was in danger when traveling abroad. Yeah, like he was in more danger of those girls that he kidnapped and sex trafficked. On July 8th, Epstein was charged with sex trafficking and conspiracy to traffic minors for sex. The grand jury indictment alleges that, quote, dozens, unquote, of underage girls were brought to Epstein's places of residence for sexual encounters, which I don't doubt. Ten days later, despite the arguments made by his attorneys, Judge Richard M. Berman denied Epstein's request to post bail, stating that he posed a danger to the public and was a serious flight risk, both of which are true. On July 23rd, Jeffrey Epstein was found injured and semi-conscious at 1.30 a.m. on the floor of his cell. He had marks around his neck that seemed to indicate either an attempt at suicide or an assault. His cellmate was former NYPD officer Nicholas Tartaglione, who was charged with four counts of murder, was questioned about Epstein's condition, but he denied having any knowledge of what happened. And I'm inclined to believe him because he had, I would guess, confessed to four counts of murder. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know for sure. I didn't dive into his case, but. But if you're in there for murder, you're probably in there for life. So who really cares? Especially four counts of murder. You're definitely in there for four lives. So you're done. You're done. So why not just admit to everything else? Yeah. Epstein himself said that he didn't remember a thing from the event. He believed that his cellmate had attacked him, but the staff at the correctional facility suspected that it had been an attempted suicide. After that incident, he was placed on suicide watch. Just six days later, however, Epstein was taken off suicide watch, and according to his close associates, Epstein was in good spirits around this time. Epstein was placed in a special housing unit, with a new cellmate, with a guard that would look in on them every 30 minutes. These procedures were put in place and followed for Epstein's safety, at least until the night of August 9th, 2019. Dun, dun, dun. No, but like, I didn't know that, I just knew that he was on suicide watch. I guess I didn't know that it was possibly an assault. At that time, too. You know they what I mean? They fully... I mean, it sounds like the staff of the correctional facility fully believe that it was an attempt at suicide, which it could have been because at this point, maybe he was thinking, maybe my rich friends are going to come after me for what I know anyway, so maybe I should try and end myself. Because, I, again, I fully feel like if somebody for his, it, who is in there for four counts of murder, meaning four life sentences at this point... It is not telling the truth about it. You know, like why? Why would yeah, you what not do you have just to lose now? Exactly. What do you yeah. have to lose by not saying, "Oh yeah, I attacked Epstein," unless he's getting paid by somebody powerful to attack Epstein and not tell them that he is, which is very possible. And also, you never know what the facilities rules are about like solitary confinement and that kind of stuff because i feel like if you murder somebody in jail you might end up in solitary confinement and that's like miserable i'm not sure i believe that if you murder someone while you're in prison you go to court and you have like another trial and get another sentencing kind of thing all right but that would at least get you out of there for a little bit so it might be nice actually oh yeah oh it could be a little little field trip like to court yeah Oh, every time like you do something wrong. Oh, right. Okay, I kind of get it. <laughs> so on the night of August 9th, 2019, Epstein's cellmate, who I don't know the name of at this point. It's a new cellmate after a suicide watch. Okay. But his cellmate at this point was transferred out and no new replacement was brought in. The two guards that were meant to look in on him every 30 minutes fell asleep, quote unquote, Exactly. And failed to check on Epstein for about three hours. Okay. Yep. The two cameras in front of Epstein's cell, which were trained to point on the door of the cell and presumably inside the cell. I haven't seen the footage. The FBI has it. Also malfunctioned that night. Okay. What are the odds? Literally astronomical. Yeah. 
Epstein was found dead in his cell at the MCC in New York City at 6.30 a.m. the next morning. Life-saving measures were initiated immediately, and then he was taken to the hospital, but it was too late. That day, the Bureau of Prisons and U.S. Attorney General William Barr determined that Epstein's death was an apparent suicide, but no final cause of death had been determined. On August 11th, an autopsy was performed. The preliminary result of the autopsy found that Epstein sustained multiple breaks in his neck bones, including the hyoid bone. Nope. (laughs) Breaks of the hyoid bone can occur from suicide by hanging. But these kinds of breaks are more common in victims of homicide by strangulation. Yeah, we also mentioned that in our episode on Adrian Shelley because it was the same issue that her hyoid bone was cracked and she was staged to look like she was hanging but then we obviously found out that she was strangled exactly and if you remember all if you're our our really dedicated listeners and you've listened to since our first episode when we talked about the Poughkeepsie killer um Kendall Francois a lot of what we talked about was the breaking of the hyoid bone which was because he strangled his victim so According to a 2010 study, broken hyoid bones were only found in one out of four hanging cases, and a larger study conducted from 2010 to 2016 determined that hyoid damage occurred in only 16 out of 264 hanging deaths, or 6% of hanging cases. Yeah, so, I mean, it could happen, but really, it's pretty rare for the hyoid bone to break from death by hanging. Yeah, it's definitely something that during autopsies they look at for cause of death as murder as opposed to anything else. Mm-hmm. It's it's not impossible for the hyoid bone to break during hanging, but it's incredibly rare. Yeah. And I would imagine because the st- of the strength that strangulation takes that it has to be from a certain height. So if you were going to like drop somebody to hang them from an extensive height. Yeah, that makes height, sense. That would make sense, right? Velocity or whatever. Exactly. But Adrian Shelley and Epstein were not dropping from very high at all. Exactly. Yeah. Despite this finding, the New York City medical examiner Barbara Sampson ruled Epstein's death a suicide by hanging on August 16th. According to Epstein's defense counsel, Sampson only saw nine minutes of security camera footage before making her decision. So who was paying her then? <laughs> I'm not sure at all. Yeah. And I'm not sure what's on that security camera footage, yeah. but apparently it's enough to sway her decision. Epstein's lawyers didn't believe this and argue that the evidence surrounding Epstein's death is, quote, far more consistent, quote, and I believe that too, with murder. The Epstein estate hired Michael Baden, an independent forensic pathologist, former New York City medical examiner, and author of this book that I just picked up called Dead Reckoning. Baden observed the autopsy, and on October 30th of this year, so recently, you guys, he stated that in his opinion, the autopsy findings were more consistent with, quote, homicidal strangulation. So... Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, that's the general gist. On August 23rd, 2019, authorities in Paris, France opened an... (laughs) Tierney hates Paris. (laughs) Authorities in Paris, France opened an investigation focusing on allegations of rape and sexual assault of French citizens around the age of 15. But the culprit is supposedly Epstein. On August 29th, just 20 days after his death, Judge Berman dismissed all of the sex trafficking charges and the case against Epstein was completely dropped. Prosecutors objected to the ruling and stated that they continue to investigate Epstein's potential co-conspirators. So there are people currently out there working to investigate anybody else who was involved in Epstein's sex trafficking, sorry, underage girl sex trafficking ring. Just know that. Go to sleep knowing that people are working on this. In conclusion, Epstein didn't kill himself. Yes, say it louder for the people in the back. Epstein didn't kill himself. We don't know who did it, but we know enough to say that. It may sound like a conspiracy theory, but this one doesn't have Americans turned. If you walk into a bar right now, 
and say 9-11 was an inside job somebody will turn around and debate you yeah absolutely most people will probably turn around and debate you but if you walk into a bar and say epstein didn't kill himself no one's gonna argue with you on that yeah they're gonna be like yeah you're right yeah exactly they're gonna turn around and go yeah you want a drink for that yeah let's take a shot exactly (laughs) to epstein no i'm just kidding so that's his story of sexual abuse rape sex trafficking and overall sex crimes against underage girls not that it wouldn't be the same crime against of age it's girls it's still bad but it's like fuck it's uh, it makes it more disgusting it's super disgusting and this was a terrible guy and again nobody is mourning the fact that he's dead or arguing his guilty factor right he's a hundred percent guilty of what he's a hundred percent that bitch yeah he's a hundred percent that bitch that fucked up so many people's lives he's a terrible person but the fact is right now that Epstein did not kill himself. No. Nope. And somebody is walking around a free person having murdered Jeffrey Epstein. Somebody is walking around a free person when they should be the next monarch of our society for killing Jeffrey Epstein. Are you saying that Trump killed him? Is that your your No, little, no, your I'm guess? saying that this person who killed him should be celebrated and we don't know who they are. Well, I don't know for sure that we should celebrate. So, uh, no. So Jeffrey Epstein was a piece of garbage. Jeffrey Epstein was a piece of garbage, but here's why we should celebrate his murder. Because he was murdered to cover up the other people that are in this underage sex trafficking, underage sex slave, underage sex crimes ring. Yeah, that's true. He he probably would have given them up. I mean, he sounds like enough of a dick where he would have probably saved his own skin rather than his famous friends. Yeah, that's true. You know, so we probably would have found out how many powerful men in the world are actually the terrible people that we suspect them of being. And it's probably like way more than you would even think. It's, It's probably all of them, honestly. Except for maybe Bill Gates. I just like imagine that he's like a great guy <laughs> that has like cats. No, I think he is a great guy. Yeah. What's your favorite Epstein conspiracy theory? Like, what do you think happened? Oh, Epstein. Honestly, a part of me wants to say that like somebody really powerful. And I'm not going to lie, part of me, a strong part of me is like inclined to say Clinton just because she's so sneaky. I'm not going to, though. Did you see her on Trevor Noah? Yeah, she cracked me up. Oh, God. He was like, so how exactly did you kill Epstein? And she just laughed so hard. It was so Oh, she laughed. But like her laughing so hard was also like, oh, like what if in the future we're watching this documentary and like he asks you that question and you laugh so hard and that's like people going, oh, oh, fuck. Like yeah. she fucking. I don't know. I don't think it was her. I, really I don't. I don't know that it was. I it think that could have media... been a roommate. I, I don't. I honestly don't think it was a roommate. There's so much against it. I think the media makes Clinton seem more conniving than she really is. I, I agree. I think that they're they're pretty conniving, but yeah. also. Isn't everybody? Yeah. I think my favorite Epstein conspiracy... Well, I don't know. I feel like I don't have like a solid theory of exactly what happened. Oh, I can give you one. Are but you ready? Yeah. Okay. So he's in his cell. It's August 9th. It's the middle of the night. And the cameras are like malfunctioning and the guards are asleep. And like there's no roommate. And he's all by himself. Where is the hamburglar during this? Where is the Hamburglar at all? Has anybody seen him since the 90s? How do we know that the Hamburglar is not directly involved with Jeffrey Epstein's murder? He was suspicious back then. Who's to say he hasn't escalated his crime spree? Huh? He was burgling hamburgers back in the 90s. Now he could be a full-fledged Epstein murderer. I mean, you're not fucking wrong. 
It could be him. Thank you. We're going to have to check out that lead. I don't know. I think to me it's just really obvious that he knew things that people were afraid that he would expose. Not unsimilar to the Hamburglar, the secret sauce recipe. Epstein knew the secret sauce recipe and the Hamburglar had to take care of him. The end. (laughs) And we solved it. You're welcome. (laughs) The Hamburglar killed Epstein. And it was over McDonald's secret sauce recipe. Hashtag Hamburglar killed Epstein. <laughs> Get it trending. All right. What an episode, man. Yeah, I'm 100% certain that the Hamburglar did it. Like, I don't know about <laughs> you guys, but like. All right. So if you are the Hamburglar, or if not, please follow us on our Instagram at Dead Drunk Crime. We like to post our drink recipes there. We post videos of those. We post pictures of our crimes. We post memes that say Epstein didn't kill himself. Oh, yeah, totally. Because that's a fact. (laughs) Uh, If you want to email us any case suggestions for the future, you can do that to deaddrunkpod at gmail.com. We will answer your emails, hopefully. We'll see. And Um, if you want to read a write-up of this case, you can go ahead and do that on our website at deadrunkcrime.com.blog. They share a D. Yeah, they share a D, but we don't. And <laughs> and that's the safe way to do that. And you can read up very not brief write-ups of our case descriptions. That oh, was yeah. I said read up and write up, but you can read up on our write-ups. Beautiful. Uh also don't forget we do have merch if you want to buy anything with our logo on it we have shirts we have hoodies we have mason jars that have reusable straws because save the turtles we have a bunch of cool stuff go ahead and check it out i'll leave it linked in our show notes if you want to buy anything to support us that would be also if you are listening on apple Podcasts, why not go ahead and hit the maximum amount of stars i think it's five yeah is it five? <laughs> Go ahead and leave us leave five, five stars. stars. Yeah, leave a five star review. We really appreciate it. If you would do that for us, we're we're trying to. Yeah, if you didn't feel that we were worth five stars, go ahead and I don't know, draw in another star so it's six stars. <laughs> I can only no imagine you want to give us more. Oh yeah. But yeah, so thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week for a special Thanksgiving episode. And bye, Mom. Epstein didn't kill himself. Epstein did not kill himself, Mom. Bye. Now you just sound like... <laughs> like, what's what's the name of that? What is the name? Moira. Now you sound like Moira. On July 6th. Hi, I'm Moira Rose. And if you like Epstein as oh much <laughs> as I do... She would have, though. Her character would have liked You'll appreciate the craftsmanship of a local staged suicide. <laughs>